You're listening to the Nation's Blind Podcast, and we are very excited to bring you an episode today all about convention and, more important, convention fashion. What do you wear? How do you get ready for convention? How do you prioritize what things you might want to take to convention and what things maybe you should just leave at home? And I have two people here to help me, and I would love them to introduce themselves so that we can get started with the conversation. Hi, everybody. Um, This is Pam Allen, and I am delighted to be here today. I am the Vice President of the National Federation of the Blind and the President of the NFB of Louisiana and Director of the Louisiana Center for the Blind, and I have been coming to conventions since 1991. Hi, all. My name is Syed Rizvi. I am the second Vice President of the National Association of Blind Students. I'm from Massachusetts, a proud graduate of LCB, and currently studying government at the University of Texas at Austin. Uh, And I've been going to convention now for the past three years. Wonderful. And I'm Melissa Riccobono, and I have been coming to convention uh, mostly every year since 1999 in Atlanta. So welcome, Syed. Welcome, Pam. And why don't we get started by just talking about pre-convention, which I can't believe it, but it already is pre-convention. It's coming up very, very fast. But what types of things do you do to get ready? I mean, obviously, you need to pack your bags and, and things like that. But what kinds of things personally do you do to make sure that you're maybe looking your best before you head off to convention? I Syed, I know you had some thoughts about that. So why don't you get us started? Yeah, absolutely. I'm definitely just excited as you are uh, for convention. So I kind of have a to-do list in regards to my appearance when I'm getting ready for convention. And it's pretty a generic standard um, professional to-do list. So what I always do is I make sure I can visit the barber shop at least a week or two before convention. Uh, I know sometimes it can be a little confusing of what's considered a professional haircut, what's not considered a professional haircut. And I think honestly, if you always just stick with the classic, whatever's old, it already works. Um, You know, you don't need to change it up. Uh, so I, I usually just go and ask them to give me like a fade on the side and just do a professional comb over on the top. Uh, and then I also make sure that I get a clean shave before convention. And I also have like my shaving kit with me during convention too, uh, just because the clean shave look is just a bit more of a uh, professional look. And I, I get my clothes ready, plan out what I'm going to wear each day. Uh, just to make sure that I have enough, uh, like, basic supplies, you know, like socks and such. I also have, like, the right dress clothes that I need, uh, and I have all, like, the hygiene tools with me as well, like my basics, like my deodorant, uh, my cologne, what have you. Wonderful. Pam, how about you? Anything different or anything uh, additional? Um, Well, I would say, too, yes, definitely convention's a good time to get, you know, those things taken care of that side was mentioning. And I I would also, whether it's, you know, getting a haircut or doing your hair, or if you have longer hair, um, looking for ways to style your hair that might be flattering, whether that's buying hair accessories or things that you can pull your hair back or put it up. I would say too, it's always a great time to get a manicure or a pedicure. And I know that we all are on a budget. So and we're saving up our money for conventions. So in addition to the traditional places that you might think about getting those done, many cities have beauty schools or options that are less expensive. So, you know, that's a great option for some people that are, that want to 
you know, get a manicure, I would always, you know, check prices for things like that before you go, because sometimes they may be more than you plan. So it's always good to ask ahead of time kind of what, what the cost is for a haircut or to get your hair highlighted or colored or, or get a pedicure. And there are often different options. So those are, that's a good thing to keep in mind as you're planning to lick your best. That's right. And even just if you don't even want to do a manicure or a pedicure, taking an emery board. I mean, emery boards are like, exactly. I don't know what, 50 cents. So really just cheap. Take, an, yeah. <laughs> take an emery board and just shape your nails even or um, put on some clear polish or whatever it is. I mean, just to just to help yourself feel a little bit better, look really nice. So that's, that's great. So let's talk about clothes because um, Syed, you mentioned dress clothes and I think that's really important, but I think that we should talk a little bit about what it is that people do wear to convention. You know, when I started going in 1999, I just, I wore a dress every day. That was kind of what I had been told. I had been told, oh, they're a very conservative organization. You have to wear a dress every day. You have to look really, really nice and really, really professional. And I was very lucky. I had enough dresses and skirts to do that and wear them every day. I realize not everybody does. And I also realize, I mean, 1999, even though it doesn't feel that long ago, um, it's almost 20 years ago. And things change in 20 years. And so what are people wearing to convention? And particularly, Pam, I think you pointed out we're all on a budget, even if we're working. And a lot of us are not. And a lot of us are college students just trying to make it to convention is a big deal. So what are what are ways that people can plan their wardrobes without going broke? And what do they wear? What what do you should you pack in your suitcase? So oh, we no, kind of mentioned, you know, the day split in convention and how the first three days are a little bit more casual and next three days are a little bit more professional with general session and banquet and such. I also think it's important to consider uh, maybe what your purpose is in regards to going to convention. Um, so, for example, somebody might be going to convention because they really need a job or they really need to do professional networking. And I think that if you're in a setting like that, um, then I think it's really important to make strong first impressions. And then you might kind of style your wardrobe a little bit more formally just to kind of have a bit more of an impressive first impression. I know when I went to my first convention, I wore a suit and tie every single day. Uh, just because like I, I was new to the organization. I want to make a really good first impression on everybody, but that was really tough. And now what I do is that the first few days, since they are a little bit more casual, I still want to look nice. Uh, not like I'm just going on vacation to Florida. I'll, I'll wear like more of kind of khakis or chinos instead of sneakers. Maybe I'll wear some like more like nice white style, like Adidas Stan Smith or wear some like uh, brown loafers, and then I'll always wear a shirt with a collar. So instead of a t-shirt, maybe like a polo or a nice uh, button-down Oxford shirt uh, for the first three days. And then the next three days, I definitely try to have a tie on, so more of a dress shirt, dress shoes, like belt, tie, tie pin. And then definitely for banquet, then I want to like dress to the nines uh, if I can, then wear a suit. But I think the main, the biggest thing, honestly, is just looking like clean, put together, and just to look good. And I think that's pretty easy to do, uh, even if you are on a college budget. Yeah, and I would I would agree 100% with Syed. I think that it's 
amazing to me sometimes how even just the accessories that you use with an outfit or the type of shoes that you wear, like for women, if you're wearing, you know, jeans or khakis with flats or some cute shoes as opposed to wearing them with you know sneakers that makes a big difference or sometimes you can if you have on pants and a t-shirt it's a totally different look than wearing a pair of pants and a, a shirt that's a little more you know just even in even just a plain color t-shirt is better than a t-shirt necessarily with graphics you know, yeah. exactly yeah. a graphic tee it's a totally different look I think that one thing that I really have found helpful, and this also helps with luggage, like the amount of space that you have in your luggage, if you can buy, for example, like a skirt or a pair of pants that's kind of a neutral color, and then you could wear that more than once and then have different tops or jackets or, or you know, shirts that go with that. So, you, you know, that helps you kind of maximize but both budget-wise and space-wise. And that is another money saver and also space saver that I think is really helpful as well. And like it's chilly in the hotel, in my opinion. <laughs> so when you're, I always find when I'm thinking, you know, planning to always have a cardigan or a light jacket, you know, a cute jacket that you wear with an outfit. Again, you can kind of get a neutral color cardigan that can even dress up uh, a pair of pants or a pair of jeans and a shirt if you have a, a cute jacket or cardigan that goes with it. Not not a hoodie or something like that, but something that A, keeps you warm in the air conditioning and B, also kind of gives a, a, a more business casual look than just super casual. I think the accessories point uh, is also applicable to the guys, even though kind of people tend to correlate the use of accessories with kind of more uh, female fashion. And I think if you, as a guy, just throw on a watch uh, on your left wrist, then you can look a lot more professional. Or, for example, you're wearing the pants and the polo. And if you have a belt, if you just tuck in that polo, uh, you can look a lot more professional as well. And it's kind of like the point that Pam made with the shoes is that, say I'm wearing like jeans and a t-shirt with sneakers, if I just change it out for like a pair of brown, nice brown shoes, then it looks like much more professional. Also with those jeans, we all, in all of our closets, at least have like four pairs of jeans. So when we go through like, which pair of jeans should I bring to convention? If you have a pair of black jeans, then that'll go a lot better than uh, a pair of like more faded or bleached jeans. Yeah, black jeans is a great idea. And try not to have the ones that are the most holy. I mean, I know that's also (laughs) sort of the fashion nowadays and I'm showing my age because I think that's... A little ridiculous, but anyway, um, if you, if you can, you know, have have jeans that aren't super duper holy. That that's always helpful. And I'd say too, with shoes, again, I I'm bad about packing a lot of pairs of shoes. You could have, but I, but um, trying to keep in mind too with shoes. I know particularly in the summer, this can be interesting because there are so many different types of sandals and flip flops and. um, that's a whole conversation but shoes can really make a difference some sandals look very casual Mm -hmm. and some have a much more dressy look that you can even wear with a formal dress the more strappy shoes that you know have a so when you're shopping or even if you have shoes at home that you already have and you're kind of wondering it's good to kind of ask you know get opinions from 
friends and others or lots of great information. There's all kinds of YouTube videos and articles about things to pack and shoe types, but making sure that the type of shoes that you have are matching the, the style because you can wear a really dressy outfit and if you wear flip-flops, it changes the whole look. And then just along the shoe line discussion, I would say, keep in mind, this is a, an awesome hotel. It's beautiful. It's very large and spread out. And you'll be going to many different occasions. All of us will be busy walking lots of steps uh, <laughs> during the week. So you want to make sure that you keep in mind that you have some comfortable shoes and never, you know, buy a brand new pair of shoes and then bring them out that first day at convention when you're doing tons of walking. Also, a couple pairs of comfortable clothes as well. So I know that when I go to convention, I'm meeting up with friends that I haven't seen all year long. So convention teams tend to be a time of no sleep. And when like meetings and work is done during the day, at nighttime, I hang out with a lot of my friends. We still want to look presentable to a certain level because you never know if you're going to be meeting like a future employer or somebody who you want to like uh, have a professional, more of a professional relationship with. So like a casual sportswear in general, if you just look at the market trend of casual sports uh, where like the shares of com companies like Nike and Adidas are just going through the roof because people are trying to wear more and more sportswear in uh, more and more formal environments. So that can be pretty comfortable as well. If you have like a nice pair of athletic pants, you have a nice pair of like a nice athletic shirt uh, you can wear when you're just hanging out with people uh, after general session or after banquet that's comfortable but you still look presentable and put together to a certain extent. So let's just uh, talk really briefly. Uh, I think these are great tips. I also know that people you know do have other things they have to do to get ready for convention so I kind of like to wrap up pretty soon with this episode but any tips that either of you have for getting your hands on clothing that's going to look good for maybe discounted prices. Any thoughts about that, Pam? I always like to, when I'm going shopping, I mean, I check out the online ads ahead of time when I can. When I go into a store, I'll ask what items might be on sale or if there are any promotions. A lot of stores, especially right now, this is a great time. I've been shopping for convention. So um, <laughs> um, <laughs> a lot of stores are, you know, say you might buy one thing, get another same price or, you know, those kinds of options. So always ask the salespeople what types of promotions are available. Sometimes if you spend a certain amount of money, and again, obviously keeping this in mind with your budget, but you can get a discount. A lot of stores offer coupons. You can go online or look on apps for different kind of coupons as well. So that's a great way to find out what's, you know, what are some good sale items and so that you are getting the most. And I would say too, when I'm buying clothes like that, especially if it's something I'm going to invest in professionally, I try to keep in mind, I want it to be something that I can wear more than one summer or more than one season. So it's fun to get some cute trendy jewelry or a cute shirt to go under a jacket. But as far as like kind of your basic pieces, those are things that you want to get the most out of. So, you, so that you, spend, you know, have them for more than one season. So keep that in mind too, when you're purchasing. Yeah, certain items, kind of like a suit and tie, how Pam kind of mentioned on uh, keeping them for a longer time. I view them kind of as an investment because a nice suit and tie can land you a job, can land you admissions into 
uh, undergrad or grad program. So I say that it's kind of hard to find that balance sometimes between price and quality and fashion. So I think for men anyways, I've researched a lot of different places uh, like men's warehouse or like going to like maybe tailors or specific name brands, uh, outlets and stuff to be able to buy suits. And actually a very, this common basic department store has pretty much everything you need of pretty standard quality. If you just go to Macy's, they have staff there that can help you out, pick out uh, a nice quality suit, a couple of nice shirts and a couple of ties. And that's really all you need. One belt, one pair of formal shoes, one suit, a couple of dress shirts, and even just one tie. If you get it more of a, like a neutral color, you can wear that tie every day with just different uh, dress shirts. Um, that's really the only thing that you would have to change out in your suit. So I think that's definitely something that I would invest in. And then for more of my casual clothes that I still want to look nice, casual fashion does tend to like undulate a little bit more. And I'm willing to kind of sacrifice quality a little bit more there. So what I'll sometimes do is that I'll go to these nicer stores or these name brand stores and kind of see what's trending at the time. And then there's a lot of stores that will kind of emulate that. So for example, uh, I was at a convention in Texas and a lot of people were asking me about my shoes, but they look really nice. So I got them for $10 from Walmart uh, just because I kind of saw the kind of shoes that were trending. And I went to Walmart and found a pair of shoes that looked exactly like the ones that were $200 from these different name brands. Great suggestions. And I guess I would just also mention that if you are going to go all out for the banquet, there might be, um, particularly for women, but maybe for guys too, um, there's lots of secondhand stores where you can get really nice formal dresses because a lot of times people buy a dress or have to buy a dress for a wedding, for example, and then they never wear it again and it just sits in the closet and eventually they think, oh, maybe I'll give it to this store so somebody else can use it. And so sometimes you can get really nice dresses, um, very formal, very striking, and if they fit you right, you might be getting them for a fraction of what they might cost you uh, normally. And then again, if you end up doing the same thing, giving it back to the secondhand store after you wear it once because those dresses aren't always the most comfortable and you might not always want <laughs> to wear the same dress over and over to the banquet. Um, so if it sits in your closet and then you decide, no, you know what, I'm going to give it back where I got it and then get another dress, it's not like you've invested a ton. Um, I'm actually doing something a little bit different this year. I'm wearing a maxi dress for the banquet because um, I really like long dresses, but this is a, a dress that a friend of mine has keeps telling me um, that I can wear either very casually or I can actually dress up a lot with just some nice jewelry and the way that I do my hair in a different way um, and my shoes. And so I'm actually excited because this is one of the first years that I'm planning to wear my dress that I wear for the banquet in other places and actually in more casual settings, which is really foreign to me. And I wouldn't have known that at all had I not talked to a friend of mine. So. Um, that's why it's really good to get advice and everybody gets advice. It's not just because we're blind that we get advice. Everybody does. If you notice that there's a certain color that when you wear it, yeah, people tend to compliment on you on that or kind of know those kinds of things that helps a lot too when you're purchasing. And that's, I love your example, Melissa, because that's a great way of when you can have one piece and wear it multiple times and it looks totally different just on a few changes, which, mm -hmm. you know, the great, that's great for lots of reasons because you get more use out of it as well. 
So you brought up a point that I really liked about uh, getting advice from certain people. So I think that like having somebody to bounce ideas off of, of uh, what looks good, what doesn't look good is definitely a really great idea, especially in regards to uh, depending on for which context. So for professional clothing, I kind of go to my friends who I know who are uh, lawyers or who are businessmen because I know that like, you know, they they sleep in suits and ties, you know, so they, they really know the ins and outs. They'll, they'll be able to tell you that, like, no, don't wear that tie with a cartoon character, you know? And then for casual clothing, then I'll talk to more of my friends in college just because they might not be so up to date on the suits and ties, but they'll be more up to date on, like, what's the latest fashion for casual clothing. And then also one thing that I do want to say um, is that I, I do tend to be, when I'm going to convention, do tend to be a little bit just more careful and, like, kind of I would say almost conservative with the way that I dress when I go to convention just because you know it's kind of like the age-old thing that you don't know who's going to be sitting across the table from you at a job interview at the job fair who, who could potentially be an, uh, an employer walking through convention so it's better to go with like kind of more of a like a classic appearance but that's just like my own personal perspective so I agree with you Melissa when you said like maybe wear jeans that don't have holes in them or uh, maybe wait till after convention to go with like the pair of purple hair or. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think just in general, middle of the road, I don't know. Nowadays, I don't think you can go wrong with middle of the road. There may have been a time in the National Federation mm -hmm. of the Blind that had you shown up in middle of the road clothing, um, <laughs> it would have been more of a problem. But now I think that you do see more and more styles, more and more differences. Which is great because we're a diverse group of people and that's how it should be. But I think if you're thinking, do I go super fancy? Do I go super casual? I'd say if you split the difference and you go in the middle, um, but besides the banquet, I think the banquet is if, if you really want to dress up or you, even if you hate dressing up, just tell yourself, okay, I'm going to dress up for this event because this is the banquet and this is what people do. Um, but the rest of the week, I think if you go middle of the road, you'll probably be okay. Yeah, I even went to one convention where at banquet, um, a gentleman was wearing like his traditional like African garb of like what they oh. wear to like formal events. And like, it, it looked really good, you know, even though it was definitely an alternative style and he looked different from everybody there. It didn't necessarily come off as like, I'm trying to be confrontational or I'm trying to like make a statement. It was just like, I'm just, I'm put together, I'm looking good, I'm looking clean, uh, and I'm presentable, even though I do have my own unique style, uh, he was able to pull it off. Well, I think that's good too, and I think that's a really good point. I think if you're comfortable with what you're wearing and you feel confident and you feel good in it, I think that's also part of the battle. If you feel super uncomfortable in something or you just don't think it feels right on you, listen to that. Even if somebody says, oh my gosh, no, that looks really, really good. If you're never gonna wear it after convention or you're going to be uncomfortable all day long wearing it it's it's not the right outfit for you and i i would say too real quickly at convention oftentimes we're out of our rooms a lot attending different workshops and networking with people so having a, a bag or something that i find helpful to carry things and you can get a lot of great tote bags for sale at the convention too but if you're planning ahead that's another handy thing that can be kind of even an accessory too and there's even really nice leather backpacks, um, which yes, I have exactly, one and I'll right. be sporting could, exactly. that because I really like yeah, backpacks. I was but say, yes, and a bag could be a backpack style or a crossbody. A lot of people like that. Well, I really appreciate both of you sitting down and having this discussion. I really think that it's going to be very helpful to our listeners as they are 
um, all preparing for convention. And I am looking so forward to seeing both of you at convention in just a couple of weeks. Oh, right. Sam, I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you. Have a great day.